Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm International Style Boy Steve. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Hey, mate. Hello, Steven. I saw in, in our Facebook group, um, it was recommended that we use accents the entire time that we're talking on this show. Well, what they don't realize, Stephen, is that we actually typically do the podcast in what some may refer to as a slang American accent. And uh, by actually removing said accent from the podcast, we'll be actually reverting to our natural tonalities, Stephen. Yes, and I can't imagine what it would be like for people to hear us speaking like this all of the time, Dustin. Uh, I think we should probably go back to your slang American accents, what people know and love. But Stephen, in order to get to the slang American accents, one must drink an exorbitant amount of alcohol. Oh, grip it and rip it, baby. Come on, what you got mm. over there? Let's do some <laughs> beer talk. What you drinking? Mm, tonight, Stephen, I'm drinking a Meta Metatoza Brewing Company. Met Metoza Metazoa Meta. You've you've talked about this brewery like twenty freaking times on this podcast. You love their little peanut butter beer, but you can't pronounce the name. You can't pronounce the name. Nope. Mitochondria Brewery here <laughs> in Indianapolis. Metamorphosis Brewery and. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty certain I'm that's a real brewery somewhere else. <laughs> drinking their uh, cream ale tonight. Very nice. How is it going down smooth? Creamy delicious, my friend. Creamy delicious. How about you, Steven? What oh are you gosh. drinking? Oh my gosh. What are you? You, nope. you asked. You're not drinking I anything? I didn't drink anything. Go through like some crazy thing where I try to like force you to ask. You don't. And then I'm just like, thanks for asking it when you do I was ask. hoping tonight would be the night you're oh. not actually drinking anything. Well, Dustin, what do you know? Tonight, I am drinking a Coke with bourbon, a bourbon and Coke. Uh, but, but, but you might ask, what else was that? You heard a beer can open. That's right. I am also drinking an 18th Street Brewery Rubicon. It's a West Coast style India pale ale. And let me tell you, it's delicious. It's delicious. Mm. It's, it's like got that smooth hop flavor. You know, I'm all delicious about those smooth hops now. Mm-hmm. Dustin, 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 my man. Uh, we got some follow up. Follow it up. Sony has jumped on the camera as a webcam bandwagon. Last episode, I said I was uncertain if Sony had done this yet. I could only say for certain that Canon and Fujifilm and at Last we were talking about it last week as Nikon jumped on board too. Turns out Sony hadn't done it yet. They actually did it the day after we recorded. <laughs> jumped right on that bandwagon. Because they're avid, avid listeners of the show, <laughs> making making me look like an idiot one day out. Oh, if they had, if they had just done it a day earlier, when I was like, oh, I think Sony's done it too, I would have been right. Not wrong, uh, but yeah, now now Sony's got it too. Uh, everybody wants to get those uh, those Dislers uh, working as uh, webcams. Those Misslers, actually. What, what the hell are you doing right now? Uh, what do you mean? For people who can't see because you're not watching the video, because most people don't. Let's be honest. Um, 
Dustin is like laying back on a sofa with his arms up, pit stains showing, um, just super pleased and happy with himself. It's crazy. Oh, oh, uh, forgive me. Those are not pit stains. That was a shadow. That was a shadow. I'm sorry to have spoken ill about your armpit area. This is the microphone probably in my armpit. Yes. Yeah, it was the yeah. mic shadow. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, I got a new 27 inch iMac this evening, courtesy oh, of Apple. Oh, it came in. It came, came in. in. Uh, Apple just sent it to you? Yeah. The, one of my, one of my sponsors. Mm. Um, my sponsors AA sponsor. for what? AA sponsor. Um. That was not a good joke. That was a very <laughs> bad joke. And, I was laughing uh, at you, not with you on that one, just so you know, because it was okay. so bad. As long as they keep sending computers. What, what is the AA? Is it Apple Holics Anonymous? Uh, yeah, exactly. Apple Holics okay. Anonymous. Um, especially when that stock splits here in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I bought the new 27 inch 2020 iMac on the brink of probably a newer, better version coming out here in a couple months. So yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. I love it. You know, so, get, get in, you know, it's, it's probably good because when they transition over to arm, that first arm computer, probably not going to be like the best arm computer that they put out. Like the next mm-hmm. year we'll probably see a significant improvement. That's just typically when somebody like changes form factor, it's like, give them like a year or two before you jump in. Not me. I bought the first iPhone, first iPad, first Apple Watch. You're a few months away from getting a (laughs) 21.5 inch arm iMac. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Probably not. I don't think they're going to have a 27 inch till next year. I'm just talking on my ass now. So but I couldn't, I could not wait. I mean, and I don't know if Apple sends out a virus on the day you receive your new computer, but literally what they do with the th- phones. Yeah. Literally my doorbell rang, new iMac shows up and I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm so busy. I don't have time to boot this up till tonight. Um, and then Lightroom starts like shutting down on me. So when you said to me, this is the exact same setup as I use every week. I just moved it to a different room. You were lying because now you're on a new computer. No, this is my old computer. Oh, you're on the old computer still. Yes. If I, I was working. on my new computer, you'd be getting 1080p webcam. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you should but get on getting, that one. You're getting that 720p crispy. <laughs> so crisp yeah usually when you go up in resolution <laughs> it gets softer and less crisp you are correct mm-hmm. yeah oh gosh somebody somebody said to me somebody said to me online um talking about the iphone thing we did yeah but how big will those photos print <laughs> i don't know if i can take many more of those comments Dustin. i don't know if i can take many more of those comments Let's move into topics, baby. Uh, Topic us up, Steven. All Drickmans in our very own Facebook group wrote, and I bumped this up to topics because I felt <gasps> like it was more important than a normal question. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, people ask normal questions. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Am, am I just like that being asshole? a dick energy tonight? Yeah. Yeah, asshole <laughs> energy? Got it. Yeah. I was trying to talk Luke into podcasting with you, and he was like, uh... I've got a positive vibe going on tonight. And I don't really want 
negativity. Was Luke at your house? That was... He was, and then I kicked him out so I could talk to you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Um, so Aldrich writes, uh, I've been seeing this a ton in a local photography group. And then in all caps, he writes, need an associate photographer for the following days. Colon. Mm-hmm. Must be an experienced lead shooter with whatever camera brand they prefer. Comment with a link to your website and your go-to coffee order. It feels a little dishonest, Aldrich says, to the client that they are booking someone because they like their work and brand. And then they are turning around an open call to a Facebook group. What are you talking about, Aldrich? Aldrich says, my idea of an associate photographer is not that. Also... You're just going to trust your brand image to someone you presumably haven't worked with before? What do you guys think? Aldrich, they're literally asking for their coffee order. Maybe that's exactly what they use to match up the brides. So the brides, when they answer the questionnaire online, they say, like, what kind of coffee they want. And then they're like, okay, we need a double shot kind of photographer. Mm -hmm. We need a skinny latte kind of lady. Or we need that bold, blonde roast kind of fella. Mm. I'm more of a sweet cream nitro cold brew myself. Uh, Where do you fit in on that scale, Dustin? I'm more of like an ice cold refresher. Ooh, the mango dragon fruit refresher? With like the strawberry acai lemonade. Oh, oh, no. No, why would you do Uh, that? No. Yeah, with coconut milk? Oh, gosh. Yeah. No. I, w- I was kind of there with you. Jen. Jen gets the uh, mango dragon fruit refresher with coconut water. Not. I'm milk. Pro- Steve. I'm pro dragon, so <laughs> I would never partake in the harm of dragons. Um, fruit. Dragons fruit. Why would I steal the dragon's fruit? That just seems really petty. <laughs> I, it's I the dragon's it fruit. Yeah. It's it's the dragon's fruit. Not mm-hmm. my fruit. Not Steve's fruit. The dragon's fruit. You you make a great point. So, uh, yeah, I'm just saying if we're going to be stealing fruit, why the hell would I steal a dragon's mm-hmm. fruit? So your idea of an associate photographer, Dustin, Steven. what is that? Because uh, I know Steve- you work with associates. Associates. Um, so yeah, my idea of an associate is sort of a go-to trusty person that you can rely on to shoot weddings when you are already booked. But uh, like people commented in the group, we are in a very ridiculously crazy year um, where people are rescheduling, rebooking, and photographers like myself don't want to give up on that revenue, baby. So they are um, looking to people to shoot those weddings. So they're not like, sorry, can't shoot your wedding. Um... Or some other people made some great comments that some photographers might be immunocompromised. Aldrich, you asshole. Why didn't you think of that? I sure didn't. Oh, going I sure hard. didn't think of that. Going hard in the paint on Aldrich here. Wow. And, um, Aldrich's a loyal listener. He's a Patreon member. And you're just, you're going to do this to him right now? Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like that comment also hit me because I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, why would you mm-hmm. hire an associate like that? And I was like, oh, I'm an asshole. Because there might be photographers out there that are, you know, can't shoot weddings during this virus because they would literally kill them. 
um, or their loved ones. And so, yeah, they've got to hire an associate so that they can still pay their mortgage because even after you pay an associate like a hundred bucks an hour or 75, 50 bucks an hour, depending on what your going rate is. And, um, you still maybe make 1500, 2000 buckaroos. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your hot take on this, Steve? My hot take is this, Aldrich, if you're upset with Dustin and you want to make sure he doesn't get any of your Patreon money anymore, meet me on OnlyFans.com. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a lot of me doing things you don't want to see, but um, that's a way to make sure the money just goes to me <laughs> and not to me and Dustin. I really hope you have an OnlyFans account. Also, Aldrich, if you want to make sure the money just goes to just me after what Dustin said, you could just stay on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should I start an OnlyFans? Is that what I'm hearing from you? Would you? Styleboy Stephen Elk should be your account name. I feel like that's my TikTok, right? That I gotta. That, gotta that's be gotta consistent. be the TikTok. Consistent. Like, here's my TikTok, oh. but for those that follow me on TikTok that want to see a little more. Well, Dustin, all I can say is I'm glad you took the reasonable side on this because I wanted to take the asshole side. I'm with Aldrich on this. WTF, people. WTF. Well, there's a pandemic and I didn't want to lose this wedding. So um, I guess I'll just randomly ask in a Facebook group if anybody is available as an associate photographer. I think for me, the thing that makes me hate this so much is that they say need an associate photographer. And as Aldrich said, and as you said, Dustin, an associate photographer to me is somebody you work with on a consistent basis. Somebody who maybe you've trained to shoot more like you to work in your style. Like Jen and I work with uh, an associate photographer, Hannah, who has second shot with us on multiple occasions. She's, you know, led a few weddings for us. Like we are comfortable using her because she shoots in a style similar to ours. And we've been able to work with her to help her shoot more like us on a wedding day. Because when she shoots her own weddings, guess what? Like, not under our brand. It's very different than when she shoots for us, just like the way she captures things and everything. Um, and so like when she's coming in as associate for us, like it's more fitting with like what our style is and how we want it to be presented. So I agree with Aldrich that it's super weird to just be like blasting out into uh, these Facebook groups. I need an associate photographer. I feel much more comfortable with the wording. If it was like, I need to hire somebody to shoot for me on this day, not calling them an associate photographer just because of the, uh, the, the, uh, the word meanings behind those. I, well, I think it is also to counter your point. It is a word meaning thing. So when they're saying associate photographer, they're immediately saying, Hey, I'm, I'm not farming out a wedding to you that you're going to charge your full rate. This is going to be a wedding that you're going to get paid X and give me the photos. So I think what but, by but, saying but, 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 associate, but, 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 you've done that before. You've hired people to shoot for you in so, a situation and I've like shot that. For you, and you've shot for me. I've never once in a situation like that been uh, like I need an associate photographer. I've been like I need a lead photographer or something like that. Like the wording matters. Words have meaning and they matter. Well, no. So because you didn't tell me I was an associate, I just introduced myself as Steve Van Elk at the wedding. 
Yeah, I mean, we talked about that ahead of time, of course. I was like, like just say I'm Steve Van Elk, just more handsome than you've seen online. And you were like, it, I'm comfortable with that. So, And then they're like, wait, you like bourbon? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, just I'm just going to be over here drinking bourbon the whole wedding. And you were like, wink. And then you walked away with, I'm uh, guessing, a Starbucks refresher or something. Not dragon fruit, though. <laughs> the dragon fruit one is quite good. I don't know why you don't like it. I don't know it's, why you don't like it. It's a it's a matter of principle, Stephen. Uh, yeah, I mean, by and large, it doesn't matter what the hell they call these people. Yeah, people people need people to fill in for them right now for stuff. And uh, this is the way I'm looking at it. If you can add a few weddings to your repertoire throughout the year where you're second shooting or uh, lead shooting for somebody else because they can't do it because of a pandemic thing. As long as it doesn't clash with a date you needed for a wedding, that's cool. The one thing I would say, unless like you were like, I'm getting out of the wedding game completely, I wouldn't be committing to shooting for somebody else as their associate for next July or something like that. Like <laughs> I would, I would try to keep like those dates available for yourself because you can make a lot more money shooting for yourself. Um, so like from looking at it from the perspective of somebody who might reply to that, don't reply unless you, you know commit. you're comfortable. Yeah. Unless you're comfortable with giving up that date for if whatever you commitment issues. Don't commit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, no. If you have commitment issues, don't commit. That's uh, yeah. why Dustin and I bailed on the whole accent thing very early on in this, because we can't commit to the bit. This is my accent, Steve. It <laughs> is my accent. See, I can't even not do my accent now, because you've got me doing my accent. I'm sorry, bud. We're trained professional actors who just, we flow right into it. It's hard to break out. Do you want to uh, talk a little bit about your... Big angsty. Oh, man. It even feels weird talking about this right now. Dustin, I saved this to tell you on the podcast. Because heaven forbid, Stephen and I share a friendship outside this podcast. I wanted you to hear it raw from me, baby. Last Finally summer. I got that colonoscopy. Last summer, and you already <laughs> knew about this. Last summer, shot a video. For a couple. I didn't actually shoot it. Um, I was shooting photos for a different couple that same day. But Jen and I had an associate videographer and um, come in and shoot a, a video for a wedding for us. Something happened. A card was corrupted or a card was lost or I'm not 100% certain. We lost all of the footage from the lead photographer from the beginning of videographer. the day. Videographer. Videographer. videographer sorry from 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 the getting ready up until halfway through the ceremony i'm Gone. getting like nauseous just hearing this story yes um <laughs> how do you think i felt the person editing this who realizes this and spirals out of control <laughs> so oh. so so i edit together a video using uh just footage from the second shooter up until halfway through the ceremony and then like you know all the footage for the rest of the ceremony i finish it Honestly, I look at it and I'm like, this might be one of the best things I've ever edited. Like, I was actually super pleased with how it turned out. But we knew going into it, because we didn't have the lead videographer shooting the bride getting ready, 
um, the second like videographer was shooting the groom getting ready. So I just cut all the groom getting ready out since we didn't have the bride getting ready. And it felt like that would be, <laughs> that would be like really weird to include that, you know? So I made some choices like that and it was like, these are things that would probably be obvious to them if they see the video and they're like, but why wasn't she getting ready to, you know, or why weren't mm-hmm. we both getting ready? We know they shot it. So we sent them a message when we sent them the video and it was just like, Hey, this is a rough draft of the video. Um, this is what happened on the day. And here are some ways that we could fix the part. We offered to reshoot, uh, the bride getting ready, like hire out the room where she got ready, um, at the venue, bring in hair and makeup, for her and like just completely redo her getting ready. And then we could take the shots of her getting ready, mix it in with him getting ready and like, you know, fix that segment of the day basically. Uh, then we also, Jen offered to do like another shoot for them, like a anniversary shoot or a boudoir shoot or like a couple shoot or, you know, anything just cause we felt like super bad about this. Cause it's like, we lost something on their wedding day, you know, and they, that's why you shoot to two carts. if only i had sony cameras mirrorless i could do that um but yeah so so like that was what we sent out to them and we also said something about possibly like um getting them like a print or an album or something like that as like a gift um and naming your next child after them (laughs) yeah we didn't hear back from them this was uh, last August when I sent them the video and a message and everything. We didn't hear back from them. I'm actually friends with the groom on Facebook. We went to uh, junior high and high school together. He roomed with my brother-in-law in college. Um, he works. A, he's a, like a music teacher in one of the school systems that one of my sisters works in. Like so, so like this is somebody that's not just like a random stranger who you know met us or whatever. This is somebody I have history with. So I I sent him a message on Facebook. I was like, hey, uh, you guys never responded to our email. Just wondering, um, you know, if you had a chance to view the video and what your thoughts were on how you wanted to proceed. Never hear back from him. So for the last year, I have been a pool at anxiety every time this person's name comes up in conversation um just just absolutely sweating it you know every every time i think about this i'm just racked with anxiety uh that we never hear back from them so like the way we do our videos is like we send out like a we call it like a rough cut but it's like i edit the entire video together send it to them and then if they have notes i can make changes if they don't have notes it's final and they can just keep it Never hear back from them. So finally, (laughs) finally, after a year of waiting to hear back from them, I'm like, screw it. I'm I'm sick of feeling this anxiety. I just color correct everything like a second time, like do a second pass on it. Uh, Re-listen the audio, like readjust my audio levels, just a little bit tweaking here and there. Because I always find like when I do my like initial edit, if I go back like a month or two later, it's like this one shot's actually out. I can fix that real fast, you know? But like when I was originally going through it, like because I'm rushed or whatever, like I just, I don't see it or because my eyes are so used to staring at the screen. So I go through, I fix all that stuff. Like I would, like if I'd come back to any project of a month or two later and, uh, just upload it all to our Dropbox send them the link and i'm like hey since we never heard back from you guys i just went ahead and finalized everything for you here you go and 
and and we he finally back we and he's like love it thanks steve that is it that's what happened we hear back from them and they say it's actually perfect we're not worried at all about any of the missing footage and we're so sorry we left you guys on red for the last year on red is my uh, my term i did they did not say that they said we're so sorry we didn't get back to you but yeah we <laughs> so sorry we left you guys on red for the last year um everything's great <laughs> <laughs> a year a year of me just stressing about this did and you like, write back like no worries i developed five hemorrhoids and my hair fell out but other than that i'm totally cool glad you liked the video <laughs> hey, it's spiraling out of control it's all good don't worry about it <laughs> my wife left me i don't have children anymore uh well i, I can only them, eat, but yeah i can only eat oatmeal because my teeth have fallen out yeah, from regret after eating my children. Yes. Why would you eat your children? I don't know. You're making up a ridiculous <laughs> fantasy situation. But I was trying to yes eating. and. I was Stop. yes anding. I'm I'm much bigger than my children. I'm like a giant. Giants eat people. That's a thing, right? Not their own children. Maybe the neighbor's kids. Um. Yeah. No. I've read Greek mythology. I know how it works. Sometimes you have to eat your kids so that they don't overthrow you or whatever. And then they cut their way out of your stomach and kill you and take over anyway. So Ian's coming out of your belly later? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Isn't that how Zeus did it? <laughs> when he overthrew the Titans? <laughs> I skipped a few chapters. Oh, so that's, that's, that's me, man. Today's been like a wild ride because like... Uh, you know, like getting like that email back from them after a few days and just like having that pit in my stomach when I saw the notification and then reading it and they're like, no, 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 we're cool. Uh, I think, I think we're going to end up doing like an album for free for them or something. Just like, so a, can I get a free anniversary uh, eight, session? No, nope. like, I just, <laughs> you want to like, cash you, in on this? <laughs> if you have some guilt that you're, re- you're looking to reconcile with, like I will take a free anniversary session. Steve. Well, no, no, no. Because here's the thing. It's, it's, it's flipped, you know, now from just like, oh man, I felt so bad and I had so much anxiety to, what the, what the freak, man? You guys left me on red for a whole year just to tell me it's good. Now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. Now they owe me, Dustin. That's how this works, right? I lost a, I lost a card from a wedding video once. Yeah. And it was... It was nerve wracking. Thankfully, it wasn't my A cam, like my main shooter. It was, um, I mean, it was the whole day we lost from, but it was like our third camera. So, oh, so it's had, mine? No, you didn't shoot this wedding, but it was the person giving the toasts. Ooh. So, yeah. It was like one angle during the ceremony, a little bit of like, extra getting ready stuff but again not the main shooter and it was um the person giving the toast so during the toast shots of the film you see the reaction of the bride and groom like on that cam and then we never quite cut to the person giving the toast yeah yeah man that's rough some rough stuff but the client was also cool with it yeah, no. I mean, the only real evident thing was just the toast. And that was like when you... And we had another camera that caught the best man 
Mm-hmm. So we had enough of him that we could like, cause we always have one cam that's floating, just getting yeah. reactions and it will cut back to like a wide of the whole toast sequence. But Luke, uh, our shooter that day, he was the DJ at that particular wedding. Didn't let us know toasts were happening. So we like, were already racing in there. So he was getting audio dialed in. And so the cam that was on the sticks, like on the tripod focused on the toaster. That was the one that we lost that card. Toast. That card was toast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no maid of honor. Was Isn't that the, the worst when you're doing video and the DJ doesn't let you know toasts are about to happen and they just roll into it and then like oh. you're frantically over there like holding down the power button trying to get your Zoom H4N to yeah. boot back Turn up. on Zoom. Why are you so slow? Yeah. Yeah. What was ironic about it is so we're like sitting in this little like conference room eating our dinner and the DJ is like, don't worry guys. Like I know what it's like to be a photographer, videographer. Like I will make sure nothing happens without me letting you know first. And then 15 minutes later, we hear from like, you know, down the hallway, like, let me get a big round of applause for the maid of honor, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I think he's starting the toast. (laughs) Like race down the hallway. Had that same situation happen to me like a year ago around this time. But luckily it was just the uh, photos for me. So I got like two photos of the very end of the toast. It's fine. Yeah. You can like milk that yeah yeah the videographers at that wedding were friends and they were just like so pissed off and similar situation it was a band and the band like guy was like hey don't worry we won't start anything uh until you guys are down there and i'll i'll send one of the band members back to get you guys before we start anything we're like cool because we had all just like sat down to eat when they were getting up to leave the room and then like five minutes later everything starts and we're just like wtf Uh, yep good times good times so so what's up what's next so 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 um dustin there has been some controversy online (gasps) controversy because a photographer is um he's he's an artiste an artiste and he's been taking photos of strangers text communications (laughs) and then printing them and hanging them up for people to see wow so his name is jeff merwelstein (laughs) he literally takes a telephoto lens to a safe distance and shoots people's texts and then posts them I'm glad you find this so shockingly irresponsibly funny. It's so irresponsible. So the reason people are upset is because he's sharing like super personal text. And like in his photos, it's just like the phone in a hand. So it'd be hard to tell. But if you knew it was you, you'd know it was you, you know? Yeah. I I mean, it's kind of a fun... As somebody who went to art school, it's kind of a fun... Um, I could see how it could be perceived as art, but there is this level of invasion of privacy. Oh my gosh. Like the, the biggest invasion of privacy. But is there a level of privacy? Like, is there a standard of privacy 
that when you're in a public place on your phone that you assume nobody's watching you? Um, I mean, I, I, I think you assume you have some sort of, um, privacy when it's just you looking at your phone on a park bench. So here's like one of the ones he captured. It just says, you're out of control, young lady laughing my ass off. I'm ashamed. It was good though. The stripper texted me is the next message back. Ah, like, Would you want people to know you were texting about a stripper? Like, <laughs> well, you don't you don't know that it was you. Like, people don't know that it was if, you. If you wrote those messages, you know it was you. If you see this online, and people who know like what your phone looks like or what your fingers look like and stuff like that, they're gonna know what's going on. Well, you'd have to know where he took these. I would assume he's not going to the exact same park each time to take these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just, it seems pretty creepy and invasive. And, what would uh, be super creepy is if he's doing it like in his apartment complex park. <laughs> so there's <laughs> only the people inside his immediate living quarters. Versus if he was like traveling the world going to different public places to document this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, Dustin, would you ever post photos you took of uh, people's text messages? Uh, if it was gallery worthy and I was getting paid for it. <laughs> oh, did you actually click through to the link on Yahoo news that has some of the photos and stuff like that? I did not. Okay. But I they, they are not gallery worthy. They're like blurry ass, like pictures where it's like mostly blue, the like shots. I don't know what's going on, why it's mostly blue, but it's uh, weird. But yeah, no, they talk about how sometimes people are revealing like sexual secrets in these um, texts and stuff. And it just feels super stalkery and uh, creepy and invasive. And I agree with the people who are saying that about this. As he does these like kind of blue casts. So yeah, kind of creepy looking. Yeah, yeah. So um Dustin Airbnb bans parties, which means no more Airbnb weddings. Have you ever done an Airbnb wedding? Uh no. Nope. No. Okay. Not that I can publicly say. I was just curious. I saw people in some Facebook groups who were upset about this, um, saying it was going to put a dent in their business for the next year or whatever. Um, well, my wedding, like, my wedding this weekend was supposed to be uh, getting ready at an Airbnb, and yeah. they said their Airbnb canceled on them. Yeah, I see. That was the thing I was thinking was we don't do Airbnb weddings, but we have had a lot of people getting ready at Airbnbs and that could be considered a party. And I could definitely see Airbnb just being like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. But how do they know? Like when I rent an Airbnb, I hope Airbnb is not listening. But when I rent an Airbnb, I always just put like one guest. Yeah. Because they charge you, some charge you like extra if you're like per person for like cleaning fees and other things. And so I always just say, it's just me. And then if they always ask them, look, oh, I've got friends in town that came over to see me. 
Oh, I'm always just like, I just slept in every bed because it's fun. <laughs> I set an yeah. alarm. I want to make sure I get the most out of every bed. And, and then I sleep in each one. Um, <laughs> and I wet the bed. So our friends, uh, Sarah Casile and Megan McCreevy and Carrie Casile on their podcast, I Don't Give an F-Stop, um, they had a guest on who ran a wedding venue sometime like a year or two ago year year and a half ago um mm-hmm. and that person said they actually booked out their venue through airbnb and so you could like jump on airbnb and say i want to get married here basically and book the venue that way so i know mm. that there's like a a function of airbnb that exists for throwing parties and events yeah i think they have like airbnb spaces or something yes. like that for like renting conference rooms offices and mm-hmm. you know event style spaces yeah but we don't have any located here. Before Wayne doesn't have any cool places people rent out? I just photographed an Airbnb today because the guy was like, I don't book it enough. (laughs) It's so weird to think that people don't want to go to Fort Wayne. They do, just not this year. That's so weird to think that people want to go to Fort Wayne other years. Why would anyone want to be in Fort Wayne, period? Apparently... Because I was talking to him a lot about Airbnb because I considered doing one um, because I've talked to other people that have been really successful with it. But he said um, we get a lot of medical professionals that will come and do like residencies here. Mm -hmm. And so he'll book out long-term Airbnbs for that. And then surprisingly, um, I should have known this, but uh, the ballet here in Fort Wayne is like one of the top ones in the state. And so we get a lot of people that come here to uh, train in the summers. Isn't your wife like a former professional ballet dancer? How yeah, do you not but know I, more about ballet? Well, she lived here. So I never thought that people actually come from afar to, to ballet, to train with them. You were just they like, do. everyone here is balleting here. Nobody ballets just, to here. Right. They're all like from here. No one would like move here for like just the summer. Okay. Well, Dustin, uh, before we do q and A, I I do want to share yep. a quick uh, random rant from a Facebook group that I found I thought you would love. Um, I'd love to just vent if I could, Tyrone, from a random Facebook group says, and give you all a good laugh at my expense. So the wedding I shot a while back where the videographer requested that I call him to be told where to stand. I arrive on the day to find that there were two videographers as I was advised. Cool, cool, cool. I can deal with that. Oh, and I was told I had a chaperone who would be assisting me, driving me around and shooting over my shoulder. I saw your face do something. What is this? Did you want to stop for a second to make a comment? Nope. Continue. No, no you're okay with a chaperone. I love chaperones. I mean, They're when like I was working with you, you sent a chaperone with me when I was doing photos and you, one of your videographers chaperoned me everywhere. So exactly. I thought it was nice. I didn't want to drive and I wanted to be able to drink champagne in the back of uh, the limo. So it was Sounds great. Like- it was sweet that you provided a limo too for the uh, photographer to be chaperoned around in I mean, sounds, sounds really like a great song. A service. Yeah. Um, All I want to do is be chaperone, chaperone. 
So uh, Tyrone continues on and says, the video guy and the video guy's minions were hanging around smoking when I got there and cursing left, right, and center. Not fun to listen to as a Christian. But wouldn't have been such a big deal if the couple weren't huge Christians about to start their own ministry. So the videographers, uh, yeah, I know. I see your face, and I also find it hard to deal with the uh, blatant religi- re- religiosity that is being thrown Rel- into this. Re- religiosity. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't believe this person would smoke a cigarette. Uh, yeah, so give then it to he me says, in a good Baptist voice. Vide- videographer's minion gets the drone out and shouts at everyone to get out of his shot while flying 75 meters away from the front of the house so no one could arrive or leave while the drone was up according to him oh yeah apparently the videographer's minion said that dji specced his mavic 2 pro for him because seemingly the only thing it couldn't do was make him coffee lying ain't that smart he says when you're talking to someone who owns one and also owns a shop that sells them I thought you were going to so, say it also sells coffee. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I actually spent my Mavic Pro 2 out to make coffee. I just load a K-cup in. <laughs> there it comes. Get real, Dustin. He puts in a coffee kettle and then it pours it over into his pour over that he has going on. So he can just set the drone up to slowly pour into his pour over. For it's him. a slow, slow so, drip yeah. drone. Yeah, slow drip drone. <laughs> making drip coffee. Ugh, <laughs> yuck. So he's already starting to get a tad on the upset side of things. And then he goes to greet the boys and get a couple shots of their breakfast and group prayer, etc., before heading up to bridal prep. And it's anarchy. Absolute, utter anarchy. Both videographers have their cameras out, taking photos and posing the bride and her bridesmaids. Only one of them had finished hair and makeup by now. Somehow, the rain managed to stay away, and the couple had picked a stunning outdoor spot for their ceremony. The video guy and his videographer minion tried their absolute utmost to get the bride to change her mind and have the ceremony indoors. Which would have been legal, as there were only 45 guests at the wedding. In a small, cramped hall of the country house, they had their prep and outdoor reception in. The reason they tried to change her mind? The drone couldn't fly in the wind at the ceremony location. And Tyrone says there wasn't a breath of wind, though. And he goes on and he says, did he mention that the videographers talked the couple out of a stunning, intimate session location on top of a mountain? Because there was too much mist. So the ceremony happens. Stunning, beautiful, wholesome, and every other adjective you could use. But the video guy flew the drone 20 feet over the guests for the entire duration of the ceremony. Songs, prayers, everything. (laughs) Then the minion was also in more of the shots than the uh, photographer would care to remember. The video guy and his minion tagged along for the couple session with the video guy taking photos the whole time they were out there. And now he's been trying to send or now he's been trying to send the uh, photographer over the edge because he was either in every one of the shots that photographer took or was trying to get the couple's attention away from the photographer and on to him. Jen just walking through the back of the episode. (laughs) 
like she <laughs> so, produces this or something. She does. One of the groomsmen actually commented about the videographer's behavior later in the day. To top it all off, the video guy farts or perhaps even sharts in front of the couple on their walk back from the early evening intimate session with them. Ah, Dustin, was that great? Was so that great? Does that sound great to you? <laughs> so is Ty- Tyrone's the photographer in this story? Yes. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Tyrone continues on to say that the video guy has now requested his images from the day so that he can create an album for the couple. Wow. Oh, I know we don't do a lot of like ranty stories that we find on the uh, the internets, but that was, oh man, that was, that was some stuff, right? That was, I want to work with that videographer. Because you feel like you'd mesh with him really well. The two of you would really get along. You'd be like, don't worry. I'll send you over those photos so that you can make that album as soon as you send me over your videos. Yeah. I mean, I worked with a videographer a few weeks ago who typically does photo and not video. And I kept catching her accidentally taking photos, forgetting she was there doing video. And I would have to remind her, like, oh, by the way, um, don't forget to get a video of that, too. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 good point. She was like a college student, like, just does this for fun kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, it was just like, yeah, don't forget to get a video. And her, like, second camera was, like, her iPhone. So she was, like, meshing, like, a 60D with an iPhone. That's that's legitimate. An iPhone is probably better than a 60D, let's be honest. (laughs) That's why I was kind of like, why don't you just shoot on an iPhone all day? But Wow. Yeah. Curious to see how it comes out. Real curious. Curious to see how the photos come out that she posts to her Instagram and Facebook and says she captured the wedding for them. Hey, that's fine. I, I'm at not at a place anymore in my career where I care who gets credit for my weddings. <laughs> as long as I get paid. Oh, I love it. I love it. So what, what would you have done if you were the photographer in this situation, Steve, what would you have done? Skeet practice with that Mavic 2 Pro, right? Yeah. Yeah. I assume they're in the mountains. So everybody has a gun. You know, because oh, of bears they, and mountain they lions. They talked him out of going to the mountains. Yeah, yeah. But there were mountains around, right? You can't live in mountain country and not own a gun. It's American. It's just American to own a gun. It's also Christian. He, he mentioned several times they're Christians. <laughs> they have to own guns if they're Christians. I'm pretty certain Christian that's a law. guns. Yeah. See, I'm a Christian, and I read my Bible, and I was told that I should just throw rocks. So we just keep a bucket <laughs> of rocks next to our bed. Like he was without sin, throw the first stone, and doesn't just wailing people. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, Steve. Jesus said I could. <laughs> I got more buckets in the closet. You want to keep coming at me, bro? Dustin, let's let's move on to do some Q and A, buddy. Let's do some Q and A. But, but Steve, 
buddy, 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 Josh Withers from our very own Facebook group. Does anyone know what ISO I should set my Photoshop brushes to? This kind of rainbow? And then I think there's supposed to be a picture, but it's not showing up on my show notes. <laughs> but needless to say, it's magical. Yeah, something broke with Google uh, Google Google Drive or Google Docs, and it doesn't show photos anymore. It's really, really bumming me out and pissing me off. Maybe the photos are stored in their Adobe Cloud account, and when Lightroom got updated... Um, Thank you for waiting until I was dun, drinking dun, the beer dun. to say that. Yeah, yeah that's dun, great. Dun, that's great. Dun, Thanks, bud. I have great timing, Steve. Oh. Yeah, all the photos in our show notes are gone. They they were there and then they just like disappeared overnight. It's it's very frustrating for me. The person who compiles the show notes. I'm going to say somebody needs to get on this. Yeah. Um, Dustin, what ISO should you use in Photoshop for your your brushes to get a a rainbow? So Josh shared this in the Facebook group. I will include a link to it if people want to check it out. But it is a... It's a it's a fake rainbow. It's a fake rainbow somebody photoshopped into a photo. Yeah, I've never done that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're more like the guy who would possibly use MS Paint to paint in a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just should like I make to... that public on the Patreon? <laughs> that that beautiful photo of yours. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. So, Dustin, when you're when you're photoshopping a rainbow, and what what uh, ISO do you set your brushes at? I'm not really sure. I'm a Photoshop wizard enough to know what ISO and brushes have in common. Is that that might be like an Australian New Zealand term of measurement for brushes? Yeah, I I mean. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I've never used Photoshop in my entire life, so I'm basically not a photographer, right? No, you're not. We've already established that. <laughs> oh, thanks, bud. Um, I don't even know what ISO is. Do you, do you know what ISO is? In search of? Is that an abbreviation? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you so much for that, Dustin. Illuminating uh, things. Um, which is what I think Josh was putting. He's in search of what brush allows him to do this. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Um, so I think I think uh, I think the point Josh was trying to make is that it looks really tacky and bad when people Photoshop rainbows into uh, things. Oh no, no, no! I think I Josh was being sincere and honest and respectful because that's the kind of man he is. Um, as and he wants somebody to add who more happiness is, uh, into his photos. As somebody who's on who's on the Patreon who heard the episode where we went at length discussing Dustin's photoshopping of lightning bolts and uh, rainbows in, uh, I think is it safe to say that Josh is taking a shot at you personally, Dustin? Is that why you brought this question up in in the show? I was, no, I thought so it was angry? Josh's way of saying he respects me and agrees with me in my <laughs> choice to add dramatic <laughs> elements to my photos from time to time to uh, increase my client's value add for me. 
just like they would for him as the officiant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of celebrants um, bring bring that magic rainbow to the um, to the ceremony, and I assume mm-hmm. Josh would do the same thing. Uh, Aldrich Mintz DM'd us this amazing Facebook question. This is from Jazz in a random Facebook group, and it says, "Does anyone know of gloves that can be used with a mouse?" My hand gets so cold holding my mouse through the winter. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That question can be found in a random Facebook group that may or may not be connected to Masson Labs. Um. Oh, the real winners. The real winners. (laughs) Maybe uh, turn your heat up in your office. Or here's an idea. Steven and I are releasing heated mice. Uh, they'll be dropping next year. The um, live mice. Um, you actually plug live the tail mice. into, into there's a the thunderbolt, back of your computer. There's a thunderbolt <laughs> cord that goes up the mouse's ass. Um, yep. It's called Apple uh, Anus Cord yeah. 3.0. Um, I mean, Apple Anus, they're basically the same thing anyway, right? Hold your tongue and say uh, Apple. Tell Apis. me what you say. Apis. <laughs> Um, and so what you'll, it, it'll have a little bit more, uh, fidgetiness, but it helps with your ADD. So, it, and, um, don't worry, all the mice will have been treated for rabies, um, at some point. And if not, we'll, we'll include a vaccination, which depending on which way you swing left or right, you may choose to use or not use. Um, it goes straight in the tummy though. No matter which way you swing, that vaccination. And it's painful. It's very painful. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, coming next year, uh, the wedding photo hangover uh, blue ball mice. <laughs> I'm sorry, blue ball? They still have the balls. Um, they don't have the digital um, because we're going retro with our design. Mm-hmm. I haven't sent you the latest. Specs, All male but, mice. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that publicly. Because uh, I don't want to get anybody upset, but it, it will be blue balled mice. Ben from Random Facebook Group says, Y'all, I'm livid. We had a client cancel their wedding due to COVID, and against my best judgment, we issued them a refund via check and had them sign a cancellation contract stating we fulfilled all obligations and we owed them nothing more in terms of goods, services, or money. Just yesterday, they filed a chargeback through their credit card company for the full amount they paid us. So they've gotten more money from us than they ever paid. We filed an appeal with the credit card company, but the money is already gone from our account. And who knows if the credit card company will actually read our appeal. I've emailed the clients to ask if this was hopefully a mistake, but they aren't responding. So I'm assuming it's malicious. Should we get a lawyer involved? Uh, man, I'd start by talking to the client mm-hmm. and then I'd break into their house and I would steal their shit. I I mean, you could do that. I think, I think a lot of times when somebody pays by credit card and then asks for a check back, the best way to actually get their attention is to just send them another check. Um, you know? Uh, that's typically the best way to get their attention. So just go ahead, write out another check for the full amount and send that straight through. 
He could have went out to Stephen Van Elk. Yeah. And no, S- Stephen and I actually act as a uh, wedding mediator when it comes to client wedding vendor mediation. Um, so if anybody out there ever needs to mediate a cancellation, um, just go ahead and send all refund checks through us. We hold it in a holding fund until mediation uh, can take place. Uh, I included this question in the Q&A because anytime somebody pays with a credit card and asks for a check back, you should be incredibly wary of whatever that situation is. Typically a scam. Yeah. So um, as much as, you know, it is... As much as we like to make fun of the questions we get here in this this segment, um, it is sad to say, Ben, you you probably just got scammed, and uh, I'm sorry, Ben. But hopefully, next time you won't. Hopefully, the credit card company was it takes for a wedding or a account? family reunion. <laughs> Oh, was all correspondence done through text? (laughs) Speaking of which, speaking of which, um, randomly, can we talk about the new scam? The new scam today, we got this. Uh, the new scam is, um, you have somebody shoot your wedding doing video and then, um, they lose a card and then you just leave them on red for a year. That's, that's a new scam after, after, yeah, they deliver your product. Um, no, we got this message today. It just says, hi, I'm so-and-so. I want to know if you are available for, to be the photographer for my daughter's birthday party. We text back. Like, when is yes, it? September uh, 1, 11 a.m. How much do you charge for four hours? I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we say we're not available that day. All the best. Okay. An hour goes by. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I want to know if you are available for to be the photographer for my daughter's birthday party. <sighs> and you're like, oh, in that case, yes. Yes, I am. I'm so glad you checked back in. I'm so glad. I'm so glad we sniffed out your scammy bullshit, and now you're back. Back at it again. No, the the new scam that was going viral today, um, I already deleted it, or I would read it to you, but it goes something like, hey, I'm such and such with XYZ, you know, with blah, blah, blah delivery. We realized we have a package that never got delivered to you back from February. Mm-hmm. If you could click this link to claim your package we'll get that right over to you and i immediately was like "Eh, scam and deleted it and then i got on facebook a couple hours ago and people were commenting on it left and right saying it's a sex trafficking thing that when you click the link it somehow allows them to track your phone using some sort of malware malware Malware? No, I don't go to the mall. No, um, it's not malware. Uh, I am a man. I'm a male. And you wear things. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really, I, I almost was wishing I hadn't deleted the text because I was going to text them back and I was going to say, I'm flattered that you think that I would be good at sex trafficking. Um, but I really don't think I would fetch you much value. <sighs> um. 
fuck it. Let's just do it. Um, not everything is sex trafficking, you know? Let's, uh, hey, 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 photographers out there. Um, yeah, um, Israel, real. This is Steve, heart to heart. Fart to fart. We're entering heart to heart, fart, fart mode. <laughs> yeah, um, not not every scam, not every bad thing happening on the line is online is uh, sex trafficking, and I know that's not a popular thing to say based on what is flooding my Instagram uh, story feed and actual photographers with their real like real ass posts, not even like their story posts, but like photographers posting about how everyone's being sex trafficked and there's hundreds of millions of people a year being sex trafficked and uh, it's a real problem and when you when you share fake information about it it doesn't help the problem <sighs> wayfair is not sex trafficking children they're, no, they're not. not they're not oh gosh so i need to return those throw pillows you should have returned those anyway. Wait, what? Oh. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh gosh, man, this is this is killing me. This is killing me. How many people are getting online and talking about how they just found out about all the terrible things happening sex trafficking wise, and then they just list a bunch of bullshit conspiracy theories that go back to like. Pizzagate and QAnon and stuff, and it's like none of this, none of, none of these things are real that you guys are listed. Ah! So wait, <laughs> so wait, angry. wait, 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 Stephen, get angry. Do you want to talk about Pizzagate? Because <laughs> I'm kind of hungry, and it's an entire gate pizza. made out of pizza, Dustin. I mean, can't you see how that would be used for sex trafficking? Kids love pizza. How are they going to turn down a gate full of pizza? Are there are mouses? Right are up there mouses that pizza? playing guitars? <laughs> Is his name Chucky? <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. The closer we get to this election, don't vote for Donald Trump. He's a worthless piece of shit. Um, the, the more of this weird conspiracy theory stuff I am seeing online and the more people I know who are getting like sucked down these crazy ass rabbit holes where it's just like if you did five seconds, took five seconds out of your life. Just type in whatever the new conspiracy theory is that you see, uh, flat earth scam or hoax, and you will get reputable sites saying this, this is, this is not true. We, we know that earth is not flat, but people can't even take like the five seconds because they're like, oh, I knew the earth was flat. I knew it all along. So this random meme I saw on Instagram is all I need to know. And I'm going to share that with everybody on my business photography page and you're like what is happening right now what is going oh gosh it's just it's just it's just like four years ago it's just like four years ago and <laughs> nothing has changed nothing is better it is all terrible again don't for mm -hmm. don't vote for donald trump Yes. Cash but your butt against him. No. I, I <laughs> Do we think need to Donald say anything Trump's going to win. I think he's going to win. <laughs> because here's here's why 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, it's breaking me inside. Please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin is at Dustin underscore McKibben. And I'm at Stephen Van Elk. We have an awesome Facebook group. You should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover. And don't bring any of your bullshit conspiracy theories with you when you come. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WBH. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Your head is pounding. Your limbs feel like dead weight and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right. Next week after you shoot another wedding. wedding. If we're going to talk politics, if if we're going to talk politics, if that's what you want to do, Dustin, I just want to say here in the wedding industry, there's one politician who could have in a very big way stepped up to keep this coronavirus from wrecking our industry. And that politician did shit to help us out. In fact, that politician uh, originally told people like uh, the coronavirus didn't exist. Coronavirus was a hoax. Um, we didn't have to wear masks. Um, you know, Every step of the way, that politician has worked to uh, make our lives worse, possibly kill us, possibly, you know, keep our country from, you know, bouncing back in a real and meaningful way. So if you care at all about, you know, working as a wedding photographer, it's very simple. Don't vote for Donald Trump. He doesn't give a shit about you, about the country, about anyone. And uh, voting for him is like saying, I would like to stay in this weird limbo state where people just cancel on me, reschedule to another day, and I'm expected to just be okay with that because there's a global pandemic, except it's barely a global pandemic anymore. It's more like a U.S. pandemic, and the rest of the globe is uh, mostly getting their shit under control. Oh, I mean, there's places like, uh, what, what Brazil, um, there, there are other places struggling, but like most of the places that were struggling back when the U S got hit have, uh, gotten to a point where, you know, they're not in the thousands of deaths every single day anymore. We are not there. We are still mm-hmm. in the thousands of deaths. So vote this terrible piece of shit out of office. If we're talking politics, that's just all I'm going to say. <laughs> So, so what I was going to allude to, which this has been peppering my social media over the last week or so, um, because I have friends who will write things like, I don't understand how there's even a choice in this election with Donald Trump. Um, and people will write that, well, let me back that up. People are writing back it like up, back it up, back it up, back it up. We live in up. Indiana. It's a well, Fort Wayne. That's a very Christian-oriented community, and people will write. I don't understand how you can be Christian and vote for Donald Trump. And people will share these biblical messages about how you know some of Jesus's best disciples and best servants were all like the worst sinners. And so I think we're seeing this messaging go out there that is somehow justifying Trump as a, as a Some of saint. Jesus' best disciples were sinners 
before they met Jesus. No, but you weren't supposed to be like them in the before times. You're supposed to be like them in the after times. Who are these terrible people? Who are these terrible people? Let's put Fort Wayne on blast tonight. Read off those names. Let's go. Was it you, Dustin? Did you say these terrible things? Was it your best buddy, Luke McBride? Um, who else do people no. know in Fort Wayne? Those are your only two people you know. Was it Taylor Ford? <laughs> We've talked about her on the podcast before. Was it Luke's wife? <laughs> no. Um, but no, it was just uh, fascinating to me that like the the rationale that people are taking um, for someone like that. Someone who's... L- like that's the thing I struggle the most with him is like all politics aside, like he's literally a terrible human being. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Not to say Joe Biden is a saint. You know, when it comes down to it, if you have to vote and it's like between a turd and a shit sandwich, um, <laughs> to go with the South park reference, uh, only one of those things is something you're going to put in your mouth, right? The shit sandwich. So I would go with the turd every time. Like, like there's clearly one that's worse than the other. So go with the one that's not as bad for your mouth. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, you can brush your teeth after. One might have some orange flavor. Oh, Dustin. Uh, Both have a pretty limited expiration. No, let's get out of this. So what what a good, what a good. Just tell me something good. Uh, In related news, I started season five of Lucifer on uh, Netflix. In related news that Donald Trump started season five of a show about the devil. Okay, got it. I wondered if it would have any current um, related stuff in it, and it did not. But... It's pretty disappointing. You're just watching Nightclub Devil be handsome? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much, and it was because it's, like, now on Netflix, like, through Netflix, it was, like, a five-episode season kind of thing. But the episodes were longer and packed a bigger punch. Not really. Oh, that's sad. Oh, that's real sad. You know what you should be watching on Netflix? Teenage mm-hmm. Bounty Hunters. I saw the preview for that and I was like, this is something Steve would watch. It is so good. It is so good. It does. So, so it's set in Atlanta and, uh, it's basically, they, they spend a lot of time making fun of, um, uh, a lot of Christian stuff that I grew up with. (laughs) So it very much appeals to me. Um, because of that yeah so um but also it's just it's really good writing it's a lot of fun it's got uh it got some serious like buffy vibes to it that i very much enjoy um and it's just it's really funny dude i've been laughing so much while watching the show i want to watch the new season of umbrella academy oh yeah so like jen and i are watching teenage bounty hunters together like it's our show we're doing together um and then i'm watching umbrella academy season two alone and that is uh it's pretty good so far i mean i don't don't know how it'll turn out i don't know if it'll be as good as season one um i'm just hoping you know it's not as bad as westworld season two you know (laughs) or westworld season three for that matter (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah We'll see. I, it's a show that I want to be able to focus on more. 
So I've been trying to get caught up on work. Work has been just insane. Most wedding photographers are sweating bullets and I'm over here having like my best year ever. Because of real estate, not because of weddings. Correct. Yeah. 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 How do you even have time to talk to me right now? Because I real estate I, stuff, honestly, when I don't have time to talk when to you, but I, I went with it. you to like see what a day was like in the life of Dustin McKibben. It was a crazy balls working from like eight o'clock in the morning until like 6 p.m. at night. And then you had to go home and call and edit all those photos. And I was like, and you also have to answer like all your emails and texts for your wedding business on top of that. And it's just like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick one, Dustin, you gotta pick one because this cannot keep going for very much longer. It's way too much work. Yeah. I'm not sure how sustainable my current lifestyle is, um, that I am, I am aware of it. I am, uh, it, it got really bad the last few weeks when family members were like approaching me. And they're like saying, like, Dustin, you might want to think about a change. Um, Family members were approaching you and they're like, look, we're not saying this is an intervention, but we all really care about you. And if you would just sit down over there and have some punch, we would like to <laughs> express our feelings to you. <laughs> There's a banner. We made a banner. Take a look at banner, Michael. Uh- <laughs> No, it's just like, uh, there's just like a lot of things going on that I wouldn't be able to go to because I've been just so busy or, um, I've been missing out on a lot of not like monumental kids stuff, but just simple stuff like going, you know, on walks, you know, I, I'd go outside with the kids and then I'd have to run back inside because some realtor wanted, you know, some tweak or change or boundaries, Dustin, you got to establish boundaries. So that's what I'm working on. I'm working on that, but those are things you can really, is there, enforce. is there a market for like an editing company where it's like you shoot the photos, you send it off to the editing company and then you just say to the realtor, here's your number with my editing company. If you have tweaks, you contact them. As far as I'm concerned, this relationship is over until the next time you need to shoot from me. Uh, I mean, as far as tweaks go, that's far and few between. I mean, most realtors, they're so busy and houses are selling so fast that they could really care less. Um, typically if there's a tweak, it's not coming from a realtor. It's coming from a homeowner that's being like super OCD and overly, um, personal about their house. I know, I I know that when you shot the house, we did have all the lawn gnomes who were pooping in the garden. And that Mm -hmm. is something that we specifically put in the garden because we loved it. But if you could go through and Photoshop all 69 of them from the garden, that would be great because we don't think that's going to help us sell to the right client. Is that, is that the kind of request you're getting? No, not quite the request. Typically it's because you would have just bought that house. You'd have been like, don't even worry about it. I'm actually buying your house. No, like I had a house uh, last week where half the house was in shade, half the house was in sun um, because they had like a big shade tree and I shot it real early in the morning. So it was getting split light. I shot it, boosted the shadows on the shade side when I edited it, sent the photos off. Wasn't really, I edited it super fast, really wasn't paying attention to things like color, consistency, 
because it's a house. Um, and the homeowner got it back after looking at it when it went live and was like, Hey, um, so like half my house looks gray and half my house looks blue. Um, it's totally gray. What's going on here? And I'm like, Oh, when I boosted those shadows, it must've, you know, (laughs) been still color correcting for the sunlit side. Have you seen, uh, just like two days ago, a team of computer scientists from Google, MIT and the university of California, Berkeley created an impressive AI powered shadow removal tool that can realistically remove harsh shadows from portraits while leaving natural shadows intact. Just you talking about this made me think about this uh, thing that I saw but didn't put in our show notes because it didn't seem <laughs> super important at the time. <laughs> but, you know, now that I think about it, we probably should have talked about this in the real show because, uh, yeah, think about that. Think about that anytime you've, like, set up a family shot and accidentally, like, uh, maybe position them under a tree the wrong way and then there was like dappled light on their face as it shined through the uh the leaves overhead filtered mm-hmm. through or you just have like say. or you're trying to shoot in shade and you have like a 17 person bridal party and trying to condense 17 people into this little pocket of shade during noon is just impossible yeah yeah that's another yeah. another uh, piece of shitty feedback I got about the iPhone thing was, um, but how does it do in direct sunlight? And it's like, it does fine. It's it's got like HDR, like AI powered technology. It probably does better than your your shitty mirrorless camera. I didn't your say that. shitty Canon One D X Mark Three. Yeah, yeah, it's better than that. Ugh. buy an iPhone, Ugh. you piece of trash. Hey, have you seen how big the display is on it? It's huge. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So but, the, the, the AI could, uh, you know, remove those harsh shadows from your faces or your houses, your houses. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Would you I only have really one like realtor. That? No, but I have one realtor who's just like <laughs> super picky about edits. Mm-hmm. So, but it's fine. Does he send you a lot of work or can you fire him? Uh, a good amount of work. Normally it's fine, but it's gotten to the point where he or she will be like, Hey, did you happen to get a photo of this? And I just write back, I gave you everything I photographed. They're like, okay, thanks. Uh, I didn't see a photo of each one of the 69 lawn gnomes pooping in the garden (laughs) that, uh, we had discussed. I I only saw 68. I sent you everything I had, Mitchell. I just love that Mitchell thinks that I am like holding back. Like, no, there was this really good angle of this one room that I just thought was too good to give to you that I thought I'd wait till closer to the house sales, then send it to you and be like, oh, sorry. Here's this Mitchell, house. Mitchell, <laughs> Mitchell is passive aggressively telling you you're not doing a good enough job. That's what Mitchell is doing. And you know it. And I'm like, Mitchell, if you want to find somebody else that works and operates at the level of skill I'm at. Please feel free. Go for it, bud. I'm out. I'm Audi 500. Mitchell, I am already shooting way more houses than I can handle. Peace. You need to get some associates. 
Go to a go to uh, yeah. a random Facebook group and just post <laughs> yeah. looking for associate photographer for real estate. <laughs> Please uh, send a link <laughs> to your website. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. There's there's rumors, there's whispers that my wife may stop working next year. So we'll see we'll see what that looks like. Oh, so you might need to step it up in a big way in the real estate game. Yep. Maybe move down to Indy, huh? huh? Maybe get my real estate license. Oh, yuck. Why would you do that? <laughs> real estate photography license. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, but No, it's not a thing, but I'd love to make oh. it a thing. Can we make that a thing? Yeah. Can we start a real estate photography licensing course and require yeah, sure. it in the state of Indiana? Can you call Big Daddy Pence and put in a word? Yeah, no. I was uh, I was just telling somebody that Jen and I, for like the last ten years or so, have you know shot like uh, one or two weddings a year at the um, uh, the the church Big Daddy Pence went to when he lived in Columbus, Indiana. Yeah. I don't know what church he went to when he was governor in Indy, but I'm sure we've shot there multiple times too. Just, just say hey, Pensy baby. There's there's been a real decline in quality in real estate photography. And I think we need to hold Indiana photographers mm-hmm. to a higher standard when it comes to representing the homes and the home values of Indiana. Um, the Christian home need... values. He doesn't yep. care about I... the non-Christian ones. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm, I'm so... playing to him, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I want to start the uh, first uh, Pence the straight real estate white license. Male. Pence, real estate license, no women in the room with you alone. Yep. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, I think we can swing Dot gov. Dot wow. gov. <laughs> so now that we've uh, made a lot of political statements in this episode more than any other episode before, I think it's time to call it quits. Yep. Good, night, Good night, Dustin. Love you. Bye. Bye. I really hope you have an OnlyFans account. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!